Hello and welcome to the Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and on this week's episode, Ag Mental Health Awareness Week took place last week aimed at highlighting the importance of mental health for farmers. Farmers are under increasing pressure, particularly during this time, but farmers are very resilient in dealing with difficult weather conditions and other obstacles. I'm joined by Dr. Noel Richardson, Director of the National Centre for Men's Health, IT Carlo, to discuss how farmers can help themselves and those around them during the coming weeks. As, as a farmer's son, I can, I can speak with some authority on this. I mean, farmers face, not just in the, the recent, through the recent pandemic, but through the nature of their work, you know, it, it, there's a huge amount of uncertainty and unpredictability with farming. You know, if you factor in drought or floods or markets that can fluctuate up and down with prices and so on. So farmers, you know, traditionally and historically are used to coping with the unexpected and with high levels of stress. So um, to, so I, I guess that, that, that stands to them in some respects, but that's not to say that farmers are bulletproof or that, you know, that, that, that there aren't times when farmers feel down or feel that they're struggling, say, with their mental health issues. So, I mean, it is really important during this COVID pandemic that we're mindful in particular of what I would call the more at-risk farming groups. And I'm speaking about older single farmers living on their own and farmers who may be living in particularly remote or isolated areas, you know, where they wouldn't have contact with people. So I think there's a huge onus on all of us to be mindful of these more vulnerable groups at this time and to do what we can, you know, in terms of keeping in touch, whether it's a text message or a, or a phone call or, you know, any, any effort we can make to, 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 to actually protect and, and help these farmers is really important. And then obviously farmers themselves, if possible, you know, this, this, the message is, I think, to stay connected. Again, whether it's phone or, or text or WhatsApp or um, using social media, you know, to, to touch base with chats over Zoom, if, if they have the technology to do that, that's more important now than ever. And farmers were very busy during the first lockdown with calving and lambing season, keeping them busy during March, April, and then it led on to silage season. So in many cases, the first lockdown had very little effect on many farms because farmers were so busy. But it's different now coming into the winter time. What can we do in that situation? That, that, that's a really good point. I mean, back in March, we were, we were facing into the longer evenings. The weather was, was pretty good, you know, in March, April time. So it, it softened the blow somewhat. But the clocks changed now. I think it's next weekend or the weekend after. And, you know, we're, we're facing into longer nights. So, you know, it is, it is a more stark kind of uh, somewhat bleak prospect for, for the coming weeks. But hopefully, you know, we can, we can, we can stem the, 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 the the numbers in the, in, the, in the coming weeks and that the, the, the restrictive conditions won't last, you know, forever. I mean, I think we also need to stay positive and, and you know, and to, to build on the resilience that I talked about earlier. And again, just to reiterate the points about um, all the onus on all of us to be mindful of, of those farmers in particular who may, who may be more isolated, living on their own, um, older farmers, you know, they're, they're the groups that I would be calling on people to be particularly mindful of and obviously respecting the guidelines in terms of social distancing and, you know, not, not compromising those in any way, but whether it's a phone call again or a text message or, 
dropping over some shopping or, you know, th those kind of small gestures. We saw examples of this uh, during the first lockdown with GA clubs around the country taking on this kind of com community support role. And so and in a way that can kind of galvanize communities as well for, for good, I think. So, you know, it can be an opportunity as well to build on, on the resilience and uh, that inherent sense of, of, of community spirit that I think is in, a, in all our communities. Most definitely. And some farmers will often remark that they don't see someone from one end of the week to the other. And there is a solitude that can be hard to contend with. What advice have you for farmers that find themselves in this situation? I mean, that, that, that's, that's a really important point, that, that, that solitude you talked about. And, you know, we all know that if, if, if there's something bothering us and we, we meet a neighbour or we meet a friend and you, you are floated, that's kind of, you're halfway there to, to solving the problem at that stage. You know, that, that, that kind of opportunity or that, op, that ability to kind of to, to share a problem, you know, is certainly, certainly really important. So the farmer then that doesn't have that opportunity, I mean, there is a danger that he or she kind of dwells on the problem and kind of ruminates on it and, you know, and without having someone to offload with, it, the, the, the problem can become kind of magnified over, over time. So, and, and this feeds into the other point, which, which is loneliness, you know, and, and loneliness is a real challenge, again, in, in certain parts of rural Ireland and, and particularly during this, this pandemic. Um, and again, the, the, there's, there's different aspects, researchers have looked at different aspects of loneliness, there's intimate or emotional loneliness, they're not having a close confidant or, or partner to confide in, there's kind of relational or social loneliness, which is not having kind of social companionship, you know, neighbours or friends to call on. And then that sense of collective loneliness, we, we don't feel part of the community or, or social grouping. So, so these, these are things, again, we should be mindful of and, and be, be, be conscious of those who, who are maybe feeling lonely during these times and doing whatever we can to kind of make them feel included and, you know, keeping in contact and staying connected. Yeah, I think it's something that we're not fully always conscious of. COVID has meant that there are changes and farmers may feel that healthcare workers are under enough stress without being bothered when in fact waiting a couple of months the problem may worsen. What would you advise farmers? Um, this is a really important question Catherine because understandably some people especially during the, during the first lockdown thought that I don't want to be bothering the GP now, I don't want to be going to hospital because they, they, they have enough problems in there. But if, if you think about the logic of that, I mean but other other health issues don't just stop during a pandemic. So there's there's still cancers happening every week. There's still problems with heart disease. There's all sorts of other issues with, with mental health issues, given the week that's in it. So uh, it's really important that um, early intervention is, is is a key message here. You know, so if someone does need to get see their GP or go to a hospital they should still go and, and, and adhere to the guidelines in terms of face masks and so on and whatever other guidelines are given by health services. But, but I mean, the, the, by, by not going in a, in a timely way, we're looking at a much worse prognosis in the longer run. So, for example, with most cancers, if you detect them early, treatments are now so much better than they were kind of even 10 or 15 years ago. But, but, but by delaying going, or by, you know, not going for a screening test, for example, like that, that, that can result in, in a much, as I said, a much worse prognosis. So it's still critically important that we all um, go and get something checked out if we're concerned about something, whether that's a physical or a mental health issue. Um, that, that's really important. Sometimes the thought of actually going to the doctor is less than the worry in advance of it. 
Yeah, understandably, people like you know, and especially maybe older people, you know, if, if they if they if there's something changes with a lump or a pain or something, there's always the worry about, you know, this could this could be something serious or you know, what what if it's this or that, but 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 very often, you know, these these problems aren't as bad as people might think, you know, and and there's great peace of mind, in fact, in going to a doctor and getting something checked out because, like, if you, if you take the same analogy with, with a farm animal that's sick, like you wouldn't leave a farm animal get worse and worse over days without going to the vet. So by, by, by taking taking ownership of it and taking responsibility for it and having a kind of plan of action for it, you know, there, there's a great feeling of, of, well, I'm actually doing something about it now. I'm, I'm getting to the bottom of it. I'm kind of handing myself over to, to someone who knows what they're talking about with great expertise in this area. So, you know, the, 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 the people should, should take great solace and confidence in that, that there is help out there. There are medical professionals who are trained to, to you know to respond to these things so so rather than, than than dwell on something and you know worry about well it could be this or it could be that it's much better option to, to go straight away get it checked out feel like you're taking the bull by the horns to, 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 to use an agricultural expression uh, you know and, and to be proactive about it i think that's really important yes i think you're right it's often said that some farmers will look after their animals better than they look after themselves we all go through tough times during our lives, but for anyone that is going through a hard time at the moment, who would you urge them to contact? Um, well, I mean, your GP is always, I mean, the first recommendation, I think that's really important. You know, the GP is the, is the pivotal um, health service, you know, to, to, to referring people to, to other services. So, and, 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 you know, that's if there's something serious wrong. The GPs can, can, can manage and deal with most issues, you know, that, that, that would present. Um, that people would present with. So I, I would definitely recommend going to the GP. Um, I mean, if someone is, is has, has difficulty with that or they're not sure, or, you know, I mean, to talk to talk to someone at least about what, what, what's bothering them and get advice from a neighbour or a friend or, and so on. Or, um, you know, I mean, you can always pick up the phone as well. If they're worried about going to GPs at the moment with COVID, you can pick up the phone that the, 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 all GP services are offering offering kind of phone services as well. So pick up the phone and get advice from the GP. You know, they would push in the right direction as to whether you need to come in or go and get something else looked at, you know. So um, so I definitely think the first protocol would be GP. I mean, there are, there are other kind of support services out there. You know, if it's a mental health issue, there's, there's, there's support lines and, um, you know, if someone is feeling down or low or, uh, you know, there's 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 Samaritans, for example, or there's there's other support services online that people can 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 kind of avail of. But but I think it's it, you can't really get any better advice than going to your GP. I think you've touched a lot on mental health, but in relation to physical health, it's important to keep a routine, particularly during these times. What tips have you for farmers in relation to keeping physical? Yeah, I mean, and in a way, Catherine, like the two go together. So like, um, if 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 your physical health is 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 poor, you know, and if you if you have a chronic condition that that's kind of impacting your quality of life, that can often also impact on your mental health. So really, the two work 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 together. So I mean, some 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 general advice I think for for good physical health again during lockdown, especially, I think would would be to be active. Um, a lot of farmers might think they're actually more active than they are, you know, but getting up and down after a quad or a tractor isn't the kind of activity. That, that that is sufficient, you know, to keep you active and fit. So, 
you know, so, so get, get your 10,000 steps a day. That's the recommendation, you know, over the course of the day or, you know, try and, try and get out for some aerobic activity that, that, that will put, put a bit of certain stress on the heart and lungs and improve your kind of aerobic or cardiovascular fitness. That's really important. Eating well, having a balanced diet is good for physical and mental health, you know, so, um, and again, farmers have access to, to, you know, to really healthy foods. A lot of them grow on their own farms, so eating well is important. Um, sometimes, I mean, during these times, there's a temptation, if you're feeling down or stressed, to, 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 to have a few drinks and say, well, that, that'll kind of take my mind off it, but I think we all know that, that alcohol actually doesn't, isn't generally the solution in this case, you know, it's, it's a depressant, so if you're feeling down before taking some few drinks, you're certainly not going to feel any better um, afterwards. So alcohol is not the solution. Um, maybe a drink or two isn't going to be any harm, but certainly drinking to excess is not going to be any help. And the other key point, I think, at this time is, is sleep. You know, getting, getting good regular sleep is really important for, for, your, for your physical and your mental health. Um, so all those kind of lifestyle issues are really, really important. Um, again, during lockdown, it would be really an opportune time to think about possibly taking up some kind of a hobby. You know, whether it's you know whatever whatever it is that tickles your fancy. You know, if you if you're interested in woodwork or doing sudokus or you know, <laughs> whatever the activity is, like finding a bit of time for yourself and getting a kind of a somewhat of a, of a work-life balance where you can kind of get away from the farm, get away from the work for a while, and have time to yourself to do something that's more recreational and, and kind of relaxing and so on. That that's really important. And, and again, the, the final piece of advice in that would be, you know, that like the, 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 the traditional messages farmers have got through the years is that like it's to be strong and tough and not show any kind of vulnerability um, or, or weakness, if you if you want to put it that way. You know, which is not the way I would see it. But um, so so the messages we've got you know, through the generations and through the kind of tradition of farming is to kind of soldier on and, and be tough and stay going. Uh, and again, that feeds into the resilience point I made earlier. And, and there's a certain amount of value and logic in that. But, you know, for all of us, there, 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 there comes times where, where we need to kind of say, look, I'm struggling here now. I'm, I'm not coping very well. I need help. And that, that's, that's, that's a great sign of strength, in fact, you know, to be able to have the courage to do that and to say that, and to, to recognize that you know something you're, you're in a, you're in a bit of a dip or a hole and you, you need support and help to get out of it so whether that's your family or your your local community and and, and the gp i'd include the gp in that in that local community is we need to kind of tap into those supports as well particularly during this kind of very stressful period in lockdown some great tips thanks noel i think it is important to highlight that farmers really are the heartbeat of the rural local communities and it can't be underestimated the importance of a regular phone call and any small act of kindness like you mentioned uh, going to the shop or text message and that can have a huge impact particularly in the weeks ahead we may be apart right now but there is definitely so much to look forward to in the future absolutely i mean like we we often think that that we have to do something that that's going that's big you know but, but like a number of small things is far more important so you know, like an hour phone call once every three months isn't as good as a five-minute phone call once a week. Do you know what I mean? So, so people who are isolated, if they feel that people are checking in on them and are thinking of them, and, and it's just that 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 connection, that that that, but you know, making the effort to pick up the phone or, or to send a text, 
uh, and doing that regularly that's 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 so important and now more important than ever I think. thanks very much noel thanks captain that's all for this week's episode and my thanks to noel for joining me on the show you can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our Beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.